Hello everyone, welcome to SMY Podcast and I am your host Manogaran and this is episode 1. Stay tuned after the intro. So basically guys, uh, we're gonna discuss about the Euros and how it uh, actually went. And as you may know, you know, it has just ended uh, one week back, I would say, one week back, yeah. You know, Italy, Italy have, uh, you know, nevertheless have been on the good side, never lost a single match from the group stage and from the, uh, what do you call, the friendly matches, they haven't lost anything, you know, they, you know they're, they're in good form, they're in top form, uh, you know, meanwhile, England, uh, they are also, you know, uh, trying to bring their level up, you know, they have shown their capabilities with, uh, you know, uh, with the youths that are in the team, uh, like Bukayo Saka, Jano Sancho, Marcus Rashford, and all those uh, youths uh, that is going to be the future stars or the wonder kids of England right now, going to be the future stars of England one day. So basically, uh, you know, it's never too late to analyze the tournament because it's still a very hot topic now. <laughs> You know, we're going to be, so in this podcast, we'll be analyzing from the uh, quarterfinal stage up to the finals. Um, so we're going to discuss what actually went wrong in, in the England final with Italy and how Italy managed to uh, keep the ba- game in the bag, you know, and how they managed to win it. But with a tough fight and they never gave up, you know, Roberto Mancini, the, uh, the coach of Italy, you know, uh, he was just newly elected after... Uh, what? Uh, after the previous Italy coach had been sacked, and I would say Roberto Mancini has actually done a really good job bringing Italy uh, to the finals of the Euro and winning it. So, um, before we jump into the quarterfinals, uh, we're going to see the round of 16. So, basically, in the round of 16, uh, we know that uh, Cristiano Ronaldo uh, was knocked out, uh, uh, out of uh, Belgium with his team Portugal. Yes, knocked out. Yes, uh, it was kind of sad for Portugal fans, but reality is reality, you know. And as we may know, CR7, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo has actually uh, named, been named the best scorer of the Euro, uh, despite being knocked out of the round of 16, which is uh, amazing. Imagine if he goes on to the, until the finals, imagine how many goals he would have scored. You know, uh, so far, until the round of 16, he has scored five goals and one assist. And... Uh, Patrick Schick from Czech Republic only scored five goals and zero assists. Oh, that is kind of close. Um, if the goals are drawn, they count by assists. Uh, well, Patrick Schick was the second closest. Well, uh, Torgan Hazard from the Belgium side uh, scored it with a banger long shot. If you see the video, man, so he scored it with a banger long shot uh, that made uh, uh, what Belgium reached the quarterfinals. And after that, uh, moving on. Next, actually, Belgium went to the quarterfinals and lost to Italy. Yeah, uh, I'll be telling more on that later. And moving on to the quarterfinals now, uh, England trashed Ukraine for nail and was an astonishing match to watch because, uh, I, I, you know, there were a lot of goals, there were a lot of uh, very emotional moments in that time. Uh, really, really, really good game, I would say. And then uh, I would really uh, say that Ukraine really did a good job. On, moving to the uh, quarterfinals of the Euros because you know for a long time we didn't see Ukraine on the top level so 
here they are and Denmark played a wonderful match with Czech Republic uh, Thomas Delaney scored the first goal at the fifth minute following followed by Kasper Doiberg at the 49 minute uh, from uh, Denmark later Patrick Schick scored the next goal 10 minutes after but fell short until the end of the match with no players from the Czech Republic side to score any more goals so that was also a good match to watch uh, you know a very emotional one also for Denmark you know reaching the uh, semi-finals of the Euros and moving on to the next Switzerland uh, actually lost to Spain with the score of 3-1 after penalties uh, the initial score of the match was actually a 1-1 draw the Swiss side was I could say really impressive against top contenders Spain yeah Spain and I would I would say that Spain wasn't having the best of times uh, during the group stage you know, especially Alvaro Morata he was really uh, uh, condemned and uh, you know criticized of uh, not shooting enough goals for Spain yeah and I would say the match uh, should have gone to the Swiss side because I felt that the Switzerland side was side was giving uh, the real hard work they were putting the pressure a lot in Spain but initially this one so basically the goal that gave Spain was not a goal by Spain it was goal uh, own goal by Zakaria from the Swiss side you know um, after the after a hard fight you know Sheridan Shakiri uh, the Liverpool player now equalized it with a 68 minute goal you know, a re really uh, fantastic goal, really emotional moment only for that time. And then eventually losing 3-1 to Spain in penalties. And uh, after that, we had Belgium versus Italy. Yes, this uh, this match, it was very entertaining to watch. Knew the Italy side had the game in their bags as the two goals were scored by Nicola Barella and Lorenzo Insigne. So within a minute after Barella scored, right, a penalty was given to the Belgium. None other than the Belgium hero Romelu Lukaku scored the goal. Man, uh, who else then other than Romelu Lukaku? So uh, now moving on to the semi-finals, uh, I would say it was an incredible match against England and Denmark. This also was a really uh, a really epic match to watch. It's a it's a very emotional one also, a very heartbroken one for one for Denmark actually. You know the first goal was scored by Denmark at 38 minute by Mikkel Damsgaard. You know the rising star of the Danish uh, team who's playing in the 3F Superliga uh, in the Danish uh, league. I mean, he's really doing doing really well. And there were rumors that transfers to the Premier League may happen soon. But let's wait and see. Moving on to topic, Denmark was really happy after scoring that goal. So after that, Denmark accidentally conceded an own goal from the captain Simon Kier. Uh, now at this point, the score was 1-1, so England uh, was relieved at this point, I would say. The match went up to extra time until Hurricane scored a goal with a penalty to give England the lead. So uh, Hurricane scored the penalty at the 100-something minute, I would guess. 100, it was, I think, 110th minute, I get 110 to the 115, around the, somewhere around there. Uh, he scored, and then, um, and then uh, what do you call it? Uh, Fans, England fans were what do you call? While Hurricane was shooting the penalty, uh, England fans were shooting some lasers on Casper Michael, the goalkeeper of Denmark, to blind him to see from from uh, what do you call? From seeing uh, Hurricane's ball. But if you see the video, I mean, uh, Schmeichel wasn't uh, bothered about that. He saved it initially, but didn't defend the ball well, and Hurricane did a tap in. 
and they scored the goal. And another outstanding display of quality of quality football is portrayed by Italy and Spain. This also was one of the clash of the titans of uh, the the tournament. Uh, this was also I knew this was going to be a fun one at all to watch. And the first goal was scored by Italy from Juventus winger Federico Chiesa. I mean he has won the best uh, match, uh, best best player in the tournament. I would say I mean it really deserved. I mean he really performed well during assist with goals and um, with his swift quick movement, you know, leading to a smooth game. So he scored at the 68th minute. Little Spain came came back from down and scored at the 88. The score, the goal scored, the goal scored was by Alvaro Morata. After that, it all went to penalties, and it was a nerve-wracking one actually uh, for both the, both the sides. At the final penalty, it was up to Jorginho to, to score, and he scored it with this signature style where he always scores with Chelsea. You know, never doubt that. So um, this was the recap of the of the matches played from quarterfinals to the semi-finals with uh, round 16 that we just said with Ronaldo losing to Belgium and going back uh, I would say um, back to the round of uh, 16 right where Switzerland actually uh, knocked out uh, France yeah France knocked out France you know it was that that was also a very uh, hard match you know Switzerland really deserved it they really uh, deserve to go to the next level and I, I, I know that France is playing a you know, very top quality I mean their quality of football is uh, never to be judged I mean I wouldn't say anything about that I mean they are they are very good you know especially Paul Pogba with the good passes you know, uh, creating chances and then Antoine Griezmann the playmaker and then uh, Kylian Mbappe the goal scorer Benjamin Pavard we have so many all of these French players working together in one team uh, I feel the French side was really dictating the match at one point when Switzerland really turned it over during the penalties and uh, many criticized Mbappé for, uh, for missing that last penalty. Uh, the penalty was saved by Jan Sommer and uh, I mean actually he deserved uh, the best player of uh, best goalkeeper of the tournament uh, I would say because I just feel that um, it should have gone to him instead of going to Gianluigi Donnarumma but I would say Donnarumma also did a good job but I feel that Jan Sommer should deserve it more despite or despite being the underdogs of uh, the tournament uh, despite being the underdogs uh, against France right all right uh, now we go to the finals yes the moment of truth whether it's coming home or going to Rome huh. there were many uh, you know things that say oh it's going to Rome or is it coming home? Yeah. So if you see the match, uh, the first England uh, scored at the second minute by uh, Luke Shaw. Many people now call him Shaw Beto Carlos because of his uh, wonderful, uh, amazing attack, attacking abilities like the Brazilian legend Roberto Carlos. Uh, uh, he he actually did a good job on that. And if you see uh, the volley that he, when he scored was really smooth really really smooth and it was a hard volley to uh, to execute I feel All right and uh, and uh, the match was really intense actually uh, many many passes many this and that and man did you guys watch the match it was amazing 
and later Italy managed to pull the trigger after Leonardo Bonucci scored and hit a former corner. So it went until the 120th minute, and it was score was one all. So now to go on, to on go to on, go on to the penalties. Uh, Harry Kane scored the first one. Many of the penalties were saved by John Lugi, Donnarumma. Man, man, he was good during the Italy game against uh, England. Um, he nearly stopped all the penalties, actually, most of it, I guess. And the winning save was saved by saved against Bukayo Saka, the 19-year-old. And you know, the rest is history. So now, coming to the main point of this whole podcast, I made a whole analysis on this loss against Italy well before that I really congratulate Italy for winning this tournament I mean they actually deserved it you know I would say this a million times uh, they they will never lost like I said before they never lost anything can you believe it man they have never lost and you're just one match away from beating the world record of the most amount of wins in a row um, first of all, every English fan is actually raged on Gareth Southgate on choosing um, youngsters to take the penalties because, I mean, the youngsters include Jadon Sancho, Kai Saka, and Marcus Rashford, as I told you, the wonder kids of uh, England. Uh, I would say this was a bad decision by Gareth Southgate. I mean, man, they're just, uh, I mean, they're just teenagers, you know, 19 years old, Kai Saka, 19 years old. And uh, Jadon Sancho is, you know, 21. You know, they just kids. You know, they, I mean, um, they don't really have the experience on man, handling the pressure. Man, this is a Euro final, one of the major tournaments of their life. You know, I mean, they're very good one kids. But I would say, can they really handle the pressure? I mean, they, I mean, they, he could have actually gave it to some more experiencing players, uh, um, like John Stones, defender. Raheem Sterling, one of the attackers, you know. And Southgate should have actually put some more experienced players, like I told you. Yeah, I must say the Italy manager, you know, Roberto Mancini, has really done a good job. You know, when he in his career he was not able able to win, it, uh, playing for Italy, but as being a manager he has done a really good job. Well, the next thing is I felt that England fans really overconfident about the win. Until they went to penalties, actually, uh, you know, there were reported cases that the fans, uh, when assaulted the officials and the security guard, out of anger. Crazy, right? Many years this has been happening, actually. I mean, not for many years. I mean, England fans used to be one of the craziest fans of uh, football history. You know, I could say, uh, uh, you know. Uh, so this is uh, my analysis on uh, on the Euros and how it actually went. And if you really enjoyed the Euros, tell me in the comments what are your thoughts. You know what what can we do to improve this channel for you guys. And um, if you're on Spotify, make sure to follow us always. Uh, you know if you're on YouTube, leave a like and don't forget to subscribe. And we'll be posting weekly videos uh, every uh, every Sundays or Mondays. The video will come out. Uh, don't worry. Every weekly the videos will be coming. So, what are your thoughts on the Euros and uh, um, what are your thoughts? You know, leave it down in the comments uh, and I will reply to the comments. And thank you so much for tuning in and, th and you're listening to SMY Podcast.